Sachim Daf Peiches today's email comes from Aaron from Great Neck, New York, and he says his wife told him about the Amen Dav, and he got hooked to the Dav. He's immediately hooked in the context of a busy Baruch Hashem professional life and other shiurim during the day. Your rendition of the Dav is absolutely perfect for me. I strongly promote your spectacular shir whenever I can. Tiskel Mitzvah. Thank you, Aaron from Great Neck, New York. Continuing yesterday's sugya, why did Hakadosh Baruch Hu send us the Galus Babel? Ula says it's because fruit is really cheap over there. You can earn a living and learn Torah. Dates, he said, are so cheap you could get a jar of date honey for one zuz. There's no excuse why in Babel they don't learn Torah. He was complaining that night. He had a stomachache from those dates, and then he reversed his opinion. He said the food is so bad here and it causes stomach aches. Yet Klai Yisrael still learns Torah. It says in the Pasuk, base Elokei Yaakov, that in the future, all the nations will come and be over Hashem on Harabais in the base Hamigdash. In the name of Yaakov, it's the house of Yaakov, not of Ram's Har mountain, and not Yitzchak's Sada, which also referred to Harabais, rather in the Schos of Yaakov. And that day in the future, when all of Klai Yisrael come back, Teretz Yisrael, Kibbutz Geluyos, will be as great as the first day of creation. Now going back to Elchus Pesach, in order to shecht a carbon Pesach for your friend, you must have his consent. You do not need the consent of a minor, of a katan, and that of Evetnani. But you do need the consent of your wife, of your children that are above Bar Mitzvah, and Evet Ivri. However, you could assume that if you're making a carbon Pesach, they give you their consent, even though you didn't hear it specifically. If they say specifically they don't want to be part of your carbon Pesach, then you can't force them. If they go ahead and shecht their own carbon Pesach, Ein that is the biggest show of a machah, that they don't want to be part of your karma. Rav Nachman told Eino Saba, some say he called him Pasya Ukma, a blackened pot, who's such a big Tamil Chacham. He said, from your question and from my answer, we're going to have a good shot here. The Mishnah says that Shutfim, that have a slave, two people own one slave, that slave cannot bring a carbon Pesach, can't benefit from their carbon Pesach. It's talking about a bad partnership. They're makbid on each other. They don't want to have benefit for one another. However, the Brisa that says that the slave can pick and choose, the Eve can pick and choose, is because they have a good partnership. They don't mind benefiting from each other. After Basilel agreed to Beishamit, and that is in a case of a Chatzi Evet, you had two people, two masters on one Nani, one of them released David. Now he works for himself one day and he works for his only master the one day. Bishamai claimed, and Basil agreed to them, that this slave has a big problem. He can't get married. He can't, get ma- he can't marry a slave because he's a half and He can't marry a free woman because he's a half a slave. And the world was created for Puravu, So we forced the second master to release him, and the slave has to pay, pay that master. But because we forced the, the master to free the slave, the slave has a halacha as a free man. He's a free man. He can bring his own carbon. The reason why we said earlier that a slave, that's a chatzi slave, cannot bring his own carbon because that goes according to the first sheet of Basil. Basil retracted. The Mishnah says if a person tells a slave, go ahead and shech the carbon Pesach for me. And this individual loves lamb chops. He loves sheep. And the slave went ahead and made a goat carbon Pesach, he's yaitzah from that goat as well. If the slave shechted two animals, a goat and a sheep, then only if you're a king or a queen, you can be yaitzah from the first one because they rely on whatever the slave does. They have so much food, they don't care today what 
he's going to serve them. But a regular person, we don't know what he wants, and ain't brayra, therefore, he can't be yoytza at all. Yomar tells us a story where the slave shechted for the king and the queen, two karbanais. They came to ask the king what to do. He said, I don't know. Ask my wife. She's a big chachama. The wife said, I don't know. Go ask her, Yomlil. Yomlil said, since the king and the queen died in Kala, in other words, they don't mind whatever the slaves make, they're yoytza with the first one. There's another very similar story that they found a dead lizard in the kitchen. Lizard is one of the Shemana Shratzen. They were afraid that all the food became Thomas. They went to the king. The king said, ask the queen. The queen said, ask from Yomlil. Yomlil said, where did he die? He said, in a hot pot. They said, okay, take him out. Pour cold water on him. They poured cold water on him. And he started moving. He said, oh, he's not dead. Not dead. There's no tumor. He could eat the meal. Says the Gemara. The king depended on the queen. The queen depended on Rimun Lil. And the entire Suda depended on Rimun Lil. If the slave forgot what the master wanted, so the Mishnah tells us he should check two korbanas and make a condition. If the first one is for the master, the second one is for me. The Gemara says, but how could a slave buy a carbon for himself? How can he make his own carbon? The answer is he goes to the vendor that his master is used to going, and the vendor wants to help out the master. And the vendor gives him one animal and he says, this one is for you, the slave. Your master has no rishus to touch it. Because otherwise, whatever the slave is kind of, the master has a hand in it. If the master forgot what he had ordered, it depends when he forgot. If he forgot after the zrika, so it's a perfect carbon pesach, he just forgot, he can't eat it. So, who knows that he has a good carbon here, he's potter from bringing a second carbon, he just doesn't eat the carbon. But if he forgot what he had ordered before the zrika, then he's mechuyev to bring a second carbon. There's a case where five people bring a carbon Pesach, and as they're dividing the hides, they realize that one of the carbon Pesach had a wart, and that makes that carbon Pesach possible. One of the people here did not bring a carbon Pesach. The halacha is, you burn all five carbon Pesach, but these five people do not have to bring another carbon Pesach. The question is, there's at least one person that wasn't Yaitza. Why don't they bring a carbon Pesach? Well, before we get to that, Abaya says, well, it depends on when they divvy up the hides. If it was after Zrika, that's the case that we had. But if it's before Zrika, then they certainly have to bring another carbon Pesach. So going back to the question, at least one person is Chayiv here. Says so Gemara, you're right. One person is Chayiv, but we don't know who. And there's no Eitzah. There's no way out of this. And the Gemara goes on and on. And most of it is on tomorrow's daf. We'll just start the Sugi now. Gemara says, what should they do? If you tell them to each one bring one more carbon, what's going to happen is you're going to have four Hulan Karbanas in the Azara, and that's 100% awesome. And if you're going to tell them, all five should partner up in one carbon. So it's not going to be Hulan by Azara. But at the end of the day, they can't eat from that carbon because they're not all registered on that carbon. Four out of the five don't need to be registered and they can't be registered. And you can't bring a carbon and make a tnai and say, I'm bringing this on condition that I owe a carbon Pesach. If it's not a carbon Pesach, it'll be a Shlom. The problem is that Shlomim, you have to give and if it's a current basically you don't. So what do you do? We'll continue tomorrow, Bezer Hashem. Have a wonderful day.